Uh, I think that, that diet aside, after the uh, four months of uh, working out uh, using the Body Beast program, using the Insanity program and the P90X uh, uh, yoga, uh, I actually increased my weight of uh, one, one kg plus. Hello and welcome to the Habit Mindset episode 24. Uh, so in this episode, uh, I'll be talking about my own personal fitness journey. So in last episode, we actually heard Kairu's journey and how he actually got fit. So in this uh, particular episode, I'm just going to take you through the key milestones of my fitness journey. So uh, my own fitness journey actually has two parts. Uh, the first part was actually... Um, after I was uh, climbing Mount Rinjani, so it was a very impromptu thing. Uh, there was a slot uh, in my friend's group and uh, they asked uh, whether I would like to climb. So I just, uh, you know, just, just agreed to it. I mean, it's just a mountain, right? So I went to climb it and then I realized that, wow, I was super, super unfit. Uh, so maybe to just give some context, right? This was about five to six years uh after entering working life, and this was around 2015. So after graduating from uh, university or uh, college, uh, I was working five to six years. So I was very sedentary. I, I wasn't doing any exercises at all. Um, and actually, uh, what I did uh, after that, when I felt so unfit, right, was actually to join the HPB Million KG Challenge. Uh, I think for those of you who uh, actually joined, uh, you, you would know there are weighing machines all around the island for check-in uh, to get some points uh, in which you can get some vouchers and actually got educated about the cal- caloric deficit for weight loss and also about healthy eating. So what caloric deficit is, is basically making sure whatever you intake, it's less than uh, what you, uh, you know, expand. Uh, so, uh, for example, if you were to uh, eat a fried chicken, then you ex- you have to expand more to, to negate the effects of the fried chicken. Yeah. So I also took, uh, took a look at, a real hard look at my uh, eating habits. So at that point of time, uh, five, six years into uh, my working life, I had a little bit of money. So every time at the uh, dinner time, right, I'll be thinking, you know, um, I feel a little bit hungry. Uh, why don't I just uh, do a McDonald's delivery? And the thing is, at the point of time, there was a minimum uh, cost of uh, $12. So when I buy a meal, it wasn't enough. So I would just add in some nuggets. And as a result, I will be effectively eating one and a half meals. So it was really, very unhealthy. Uh, and I did this one, once to twice uh, a week. Um, so when I actually went through the medium kg challenge, I realized that, you know, that could, couldn't could sustain my lifestyle. Uh, I totally changed my approach to eating. Uh, there was little to no fried foods, deep fried foods at all. Uh, I only ate steamed uh, and I asked for less gravy. Uh, in fact, I totally cut out drinks. So no H2O, no Coke, no Pepsi, uh, no Poca green tea. Yeah, no drinks. Only water uh, was was uh, was uh, up for grabs. Um, so the mechanics of it was I actually used, uh, I think uh, I've mentioned in the podcast before, I used my fitness pal and tracked everything. I connected the workout app of my choice uh, at the point of time it was RunKeeper. Uh, I, I locked in everything. I, le- I locked in what I ate, uh, all my workouts. Uh, I locked in my morning weigh-ins after my baths. So um, well, I realized that uh, even between one to two days, uh, there can be a one kg difference in, in weight. Uh, apart from that, right, apart from joining the million uh, kg challenge, uh, I knew I wanted to climb more mountains. So together with a friend, we actually did 
join a HIIT oxygen deprivation gym. So what uh, the premise of this gym is to deprive you of oxygen so that at a um, higher altitudes where the oxygen is thinner, um, there's less oxygen, uh, you are able to uh, optimally use oxygen in your body. So the idea is to increase your VO2 max uh, during this physical activity. So this physical activity of their choice at a point of time was HIIT, uh, high impact interval uh, training. So actually pro athletes uh, use this method uh, where they train at higher altitudes where air is thinner. So a lot of these runners, you know, the Ethiopian runners, uh, they actually are at a higher altitude and therefore they are, where they live, they're actually training at this higher attitude. So when they come on to Singapore, they come on to uh, other uh, venues at, at a lower altitude, uh, they can utilize the oxygen even more uh, optimally. So basically, the outcome is to become more efficient in utilizing oxygen. Uh, it's good for climbing mountains where air is thinner. Uh, and there's an added side effect of expending more calories, uh, which uh, as I mentioned earlier, due to the idea of uh, caloric deficit uh, leads to weight loss. Uh, even uh, I, I actually tried to sleep over at that uh, particular gym. So they cleared off all uh, the equipment at one side and uh, I, I brought my own sleeping bag. Uh, but uh, in, in the environment, I, th I thought uh, it was uh, very, very difficult to sleep. So I, I couldn't sleep at all throughout the night. Uh, for the eight hours, I was wide awake. Uh, it actually cost like $50 just for that one sleepover. But uh, I mean, it's worth a try. Um, by, uh, by way of mentioning, uh, this particular gym is closed. It's called Altitude Gym. Uh, so instead, I ran more. Uh, at one point of time, I even joined True Fitness uh, for maybe one, two years. And I, I went, went out of that uh, and I went back to running again. Um, so the final outcome of uh, this uh, six months of eating right and workouts, right, was that uh, from the starting initial state of 70 kg. So I started off with 70 kg. I, I just took a look at my fitness pal and uh, I dropped all the way to 58 kg so it was uh, more than 12 kg uh, it was around 12 kg uh, loss um, so uh, it was actually quite a good um, uh, outcome I must say uh, people were asking me how I lost all that weight but you know there were some people that haven't seen me a long time and they, they kept asking me uh, are you okay uh, are you sick um, because I look very thin right it was a drastic change uh, but at, at the point of time I thought you know it was a drastic change but because maybe they haven't seen me a long time, I, I, I brushed it off. So six years later, I, I still maintain the weight actually. Uh, in fact, I dropped a little bit more. I'm at 56 to 57 kg. Um, but you know, uh, 2021, uh, my wife and I got a baby. And as a result, right, my lifestyle really, really changed. Uh, where last time I was running every weekend, two to three times uh, uh, throughout the week, um, I, I wasn't running anymore. Uh, I was not as strict about logging in calories uh, because I, I know the feeling of fullness. Uh, and I also included uh, a lot of those uh, you know, um, drinks uh, that I had uh, from, from before. And actually, my workouts were very minimal uh, because I had no time or I, I felt guilty whenever I have to work out. Um, so uh, what really happened was uh, another friend actually asked me to try a health assessment at Active Health SG. So what they do in an assessment is they actually do a body composition test. Uh, so in that test report, right, they will show you uh, your BMI, your muscles, uh, where is it lacking, uh, or, or 
or if it's a uh, hundred at at uh, uh, optimal uh, uh, kind of range, and also your fat composition over in your body. So what I realized uh, in that body composition test was that you know my BMI was still really really good. Um, in fact, the the numbers were close to uh, uh, ideal. Uh, but my muscles were really lacking. Uh, so because the report, they break it down into different, different uh, portions of your body. So it centers around five different main regions, your left arm, your right arm, your trunk, your left leg, and your right leg. Uh, so it shows that uh, actually my left and right arms were uh, really lacking in muscle. It's just... Uh, bones, skin and bones. Uh, but my trunk and left and right leg were actually okay. Uh, I, I think that makes sense to me because I actually do some, uh, you know, pull up uh, at a pull up bar at home and so uh, was running from before. So I, I thought that makes sense to me, but my left and right arm are really that left a lot to be desired. And also, what really shocked me was my uh, fat level. Uh, it was uh, 19%. So to give a little bit of an indication, actually 20% and above uh, is really above the, the, the maximum, le- uh, the, uh, rather above the normal, normal uh, level is elevated. So if I had one or two more percent of body fat more, I'll be at the above normal uh, level. So that, that really uh, triggered me, uh, triggered something in me, you know, all this fat, uh, where, where is it? You know, outwardly I look okay, but uh, actually I realized it's actually visceral fat that is actually padding my organs, uh, and that wasn't very very healthy. And I decided to do something about it. So what I did was actually uh, do some resistance training. Uh, so resistance training actually helped to uh, not only lose weight, uh, but also to um, to build up my muscles uh, around my body, uh, some cardiovascular training, and also a change in my diet. So in terms of uh, resistance training, I, I mentioned that uh, I didn't really have the time before. So um, I think in the next podcast episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the uh, 5 a.m. effect. Um, so I, uh, I decided to get up at 5 a.m. every morning. And um, through, through that, right, I found that pocket of time where I can call it my own. So from 5 to about 6.30, uh, it's my time to work out, to my time to wash up, it's my time to eat breakfast even. Yeah, so uh, of course with resistance training, right, you have to get your own equipment. Uh, the equipment I had at that point of time uh, was just a 10-pound weight. So 10 pounds is around 5 kg. Uh, two 10-pound weight, uh, one yoga ball and uh, some... Um, uh, Decathlon bought uh, uh, resistance bands, uh, which wasn't really, really very much. So uh, I think through the some conversation with uh, that friend of mine, I bought some adjustable weights. Uh, I actually considered the following options, the Bowflex, uh, which is around 200 uh, Singapore dollars, and the Powerbox. Um, so, uh, I mean, for both of these, uh, they're actually really good. But I actually uh, bought the Bowflex that is a uh, an imitation over carousel uh, and when it came over I realized that it was really huge uh, I didn't really want such a big thing uh, hanging about at home and so I sent it back uh, I got my refund uh, of course, I covered the shipping cost back to the seller and uh, I actually got the power blocks of uh, 50 pounds instead. Uh, that was around uh, 400 uh, Singapore dollars. But uh, I think to me, that was the best investment uh, ever. Um, together with the yoga ball and the mat that I had, uh, I actually embarked on this uh, program for resistance training. Uh, so this, I actually tried some, prog- uh, actually all these programs are from, um, uh, from Beachbody. So uh, for resistance training, I actually followed the program uh, by Body Beasts. Um, for some cardio training, I, I, I was trying Insanity Max 30 uh, by Sean T. And then for 
some uh, yoga and some other uh, resistance training. I, I was doing P90X3. Uh, so usually for P90X3, I, I only use the yoga uh, part of it for for days uh, that are off. Uh, I wasn't really resistance training, just to do a bit of a stretch. And it actually feels really, really good. Uh, I mean... I mean, to some of you, you might be thinking, what, you get up at 5am to work out? But um, to be honest, when I first got up at 5am to do a workout, I was, uh, it, was, it was really difficult. But um, having done uh, about 3 to 4 months of this, uh, it's now uh, something that is ingrained in my system. Almost every day, I, I, I wake up and I will just uh, get ready and then I'll just do the workout. Um, it's almost automatic round. Yeah, so uh, that's about three to four months. But of course, um, after this period of uh, training and trying to get my muscle up, um, uh, I understand that this is not sustainable. So uh, I'm just trying to work around, you know, how do I do, do this in a sustainable way? So uh, I'll be sure to update uh, all my listeners, uh, all of you guys, uh, when I find something that is uh, more sustainable. But as of now, uh, I'm following the uh, th- this particular program. So most of the days, five to six days, um, uh, I'm actually doing a body beast. Uh, there's one day of cardio, uh, typically in a week, and then one day of yoga, uh, depending on uh, what 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 week it, it is. In terms of diet, I actually ate ate less uh, deep fried foods. Uh, in fact, I I'm very mindful of the macros, uh, macros that uh, I'm eating. So macros is about uh, you know making sure that uh, the carbohydrates the um, proteins and the fats are in the correct proportion. So at the phase I'm at, I'm supposed to eat 50% carbohydrates, 25% protein and 25% fats. Uh, okay, to be honest, the, the most difficult thing for me to uh, attain is uh, not the carbohydrates because that's easily attained uh, by eating your rice, your noodles, your, your normal starchy foods, your breads. Uh, but the problem for me was the protein uh, because typically when you go to uh, eat at a... Um, um, economy rice store, uh, the, the meat they have is not one whole chicken thigh. Uh, it's like bits and pieces of chicken. And, and that's usually not uh, so... Um, it, it doesn't really match up to what is needed in the program. Yeah, so uh, I think to counter that, uh, I think recently I, I got the, some protein uh, powder as well. So um, I, I'm just hoping that it will make up for a bit of that difference. Um, I, I've been keeping track of uh, of my, my meals on the fitness uh, power gate just to get a feel of, you know, what, what is the correct proportion. So every time there's a change, uh, I, I want to uh, include it into fitness power just to make sure that, you know, that, that change is uh, correct. And then once I get a good feeling for it, uh, I, I will uh, gradually not use it again uh, because I understand um, this is not a sustainable method. Uh, you won't be uh, entering the fitness power uh, just to check the calories every time you, you eat something. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually a creature of habit as well. So um, usually I go to the economy rice store, I just order the same few ingredients. Yeah, so uh, I think that, that diet aside, after the uh, four months of uh, working out uh, using the Body Beast program, using the Insanity program and the P90X uh, uh, yoga, uh, I actually increased my weight for for uh, about uh, one, 1 kg plus. Um, so you might be thinking, huh? You increase weight for one uh, uh, for about one kg? Isn't that counterintuitive? Uh, in a way, yes. Uh, because uh, from my weight loss days, because at the first phase it was more uh, weight loss than anything else. I just wanted to hit my BMI. So from my BMI, I worked backwards uh, to uh, ideal weight. 
So for now, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get the correct uh, muscle uh, build up. Uh, and as a result, these muscles, they need uh, additional input of um, calories as well. So I'm actually eating more. Uh, so the, the increased weight is, uh, is actually to be expected. Uh, the fats... Um, percentage actually decreased uh, substantially uh, from about 19%, it decreased to about 14% now. So a decrease of 6%, which is, uh, I think, uh, pretty good. Um, the muscle mass uh, increased a little bit also about uh, from 25.1 kg to 26.5 kg. Uh, what I see in the report, uh, because what I do is uh, the body uh, competition test, I actually do it every month. Uh, so I started October last year, October, November, December, January, February. So for five months, I did five different tests. Each test is about you know three dollars at the active health uh, gym uh, that that particular lab. So it, it was not a very heavy investment, uh, but I can see an obvious increase in my left and right arm uh, muscle composition. Um, yeah, so I think the conclusion is uh, your own fitness journey really depends on what you want to achieve. Uh, whether is it losing weight, so you work towards uh, weight loss in uh, restricting your calories, whether is, is it uh, increasing your muscle mass or losing body fat. Um, but uh, my take is that uh, if you want to lose weight primarily, um, it's good to incorporate some uh, some resistance training as well, uh, no matter how minimal. Uh, and the reason is because uh, as you build up your muscle, your, uh, your, your base method, uh, metabolism will increase as well. So they will actually aid you in uh, losing weight. Yeah. So don't only do your running. Don't only do your uh, high high impact interval training. Uh, do a little bit of resistance training as well. Uh, and also get educated on what is really out there. Uh, if you can, you know, do a health assessment at Active Health. I think that uh, particular session really opened my eyes to what is needed to be done. Uh, in fact, in that very, very, very first check-in, so they actually are... Uh, quite good in the sense that they actually do two check-ins. Uh, so, sorry, they, they do two sessions. So in the first session, you go there, uh, they will run through your report, uh, tell you your, um, you know, some, some areas you need to focus on. And then three months later, um, uh, so after that, they will suggest some ways of going about it. And then three months later, uh, you can go back there and then they'll do an assessment again just to make sure everything is on track. So what I did was I actually went back every month to make sure that whatever I did was, uh, you know, uh, in line with what I want to do. Uh, so the trainer was very nice. They will run through with you what you can do about your specific issues. Uh, so if you can, you know, uh, just do the health assessen assessment at the Active Health. The second assessment is free. Uh, I think the first assessment uh, all in, uh, it's, I think, costs about $20 or so. Uh, but I think it's well worth it. Uh, after that, the follow-up session of just the body composition test is only $3. Um, I think there are various Active Health uh, uh, labs that are out there. There's the Decathlon at um, a Stadium. Uh, there's one at Bedok, one at Tampines. Uh, it's scattered all over Singapore. So uh, just do a Google and uh, you can find them. Uh, in fact, I'll also link it in the show notes. Uh, if you go to thehabitmindset.com, um, you can find the notes for this particular session, 24, uh, over there. Yeah, I think with that, uh, this is the end of the podcast. I hope you found something useful uh, in this particular podcast. Uh, as always, uh, this uh, is a labor of love and I really appreciate if you uh, were to leave a like or you were to leave a review over at Apple Podcasts or even in Spotify. Uh, and um, I hope to generate more content. I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye-bye.